everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Our Take on Hollyoaks. My name is Jonathan, and I will be your host for the day. And joining me, as always, we have Corian and Ashley. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hola. <laughs> you start coughing. I know, because like, the way oh, I said Ashley's no, name. we got to get out of here. The Ashley. way I said Ashley's name, I just like started laughing. Started I was like, coughing. oh, my Lord. That's not the COVID. <laughs> How you guys been? Oh, great. How about yourselves? Yeah, pretty great. You know what? Chilling. Quarantining. Yep. Staying safe. (laughs) Double mask. I got the double mask on now, y'all. Nobody can tell me anything. I still haven't done that, but I really don't leave my house, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand the double mask thing, but just just wear masks. That's all. At least do one, people. That's, That's all we're asking. So... Let's talk about a little bit of casting news before we dive into our main discussion and, you know, story discussion for the day. And that's that AJ uh, and Curtis Pritchard are joining Hollyoaks. So Love Island's Curtis Pritchard and I guess his uh, brother who's done, I guess, Strictly Come Dancing and some other um, celebrity shows out there in the U.K., is making his way to Hollyoaks. Corian, you watched his Love Island season. Were you a fan of Curtis? No. Oh. But. <laughs> Dang. But he is cute. Um, And I'll have you know it's pronounced Pritchard. Oh, thank you. Jonathan. I appreciate um, it. But I also, I know AJ. Um, AJ's like a really, he's been a celebrity in the UK for a while now. Um, I'm pretty sure he's a professional dancer. So he's like, he hasn't been like the celeb that's been dancing on Strictly Come Dancing. He's been like the dancer that's been dancing oh. with the celebrities for like a very long time. I remember he was like, he's very, very big. I think probably because he's gay. Um, he is gay, right? I don't know. I think he's gay. If he's not gay, <laughs> the gay boys love him because I used to see him everywhere all the time. The gays always used to, to post about him. Um, but. That is the extent of my knowledge of him. I think they look fine. It's typical Hollyoaks stunt casting. I like, I, but the thing about the articles that I read about it was that like, they were saying that no one knows like the length of their stay. Mm-hmm. And then looking at their faces <laughs> made me wonder, are they going to be George's siblings? Ooh. Cause remember George said he had five that. brothers. I didn't think about you that. You listen to George when he talks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll any of that. <laughs> well, what we okay. do know about them is that they, and because of their dance background, are going to be involved with Trish because she's opening up her school of dance here. So, I don't know. I they It's not been confirmed how long they're sticking around for. It could just be a guest stint where they just come in, you know, dance a little and leave. So I guess we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, I think it says it'll be on in the spring. So knowing Hollyoaks, it'll mean March, like March 1st. (laughs) (laughs) Next week. Literally, every time I feel like every time a casting thing comes out with Hollyoaks, it's like you you may see this person soon and they air like the next day. (laughs) Along with the promo. Literally, right? It'll be coming out like in a week. Full-on photo shoot, full-on press photo shoot, everything. Just dropped in a pretty package right there. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so before we dive into some of the stories that are going on that we're watching, I kind of really wanted to take a little bit and kind of discuss our overall thoughts on Hollyoaks at the moment. Like, are we enjoying the show? Do we have problems with the show? And kind of like addressing those on air because I think it's an interesting discussion point because as much as I love Hollyoaks, and I, I do, it's way better than the American soaps, and I'm I'm not discrediting that, but it's not where it should be, in my opinion, and it's it's kind of getting frustrating to watch because it's not the show that it was last year, or even more importantly, 2019, and I I'm just I'm not gonna say I'm falling out of love, but it's it's kind of rough to watch sometimes. What what are you guys yeah, all feeling? Right it's now? like. It's like one of those situations where, like, you still love the person, but you just don't like them right now. <laughs> and I think that's healthy because, like, if you if, if you also really look back at it, like, we just had so many glowing reviews. It's about time we'd be disappointed because I know I'm like, I'm like, okay, like some of the sh- like, the Diane, Tony, Verity, Edward, drama. I have never seen anything more painful in my most recent life. Like that whole thing. No, he's no, I don't think about him. (laughs) All of that, like, is like, wow, that pained my spirit. And then, you know what helped me? When I realized that I could fast forward. That's when I was like, what the fuck was I doing this whole time? (laughs) I I was sitting here watching this. Oh my God. But, um, it's like, you know what this what it remind what Hollyoaks right now reminds me of, Jonathan? What? It reminds me of Hollyoaks in like 2015, 2016. Yep. You know what I mean? It's not quite there yet, because that was awful. <laughs> but the it's like it's kind of like it's it's similar to that, where it's like there's all of these stories that are playing right now, and some of them are some of them are good, because granted, there are some things that I, I'll always really enjoy the way that Hollyoaks does a lot of things. Um, and I'm, I'm still enjoying myself, but there are some things that are very much like the old Hollyoaks, which isn't the greatest, where it's just kind of like stories are just kind of, they're not stories. Like if you, if you think of, like, if you think about like what Hollyoaks is doing kind of right now compared to where they were last year or the year before, like the show was so dynamic and like overstated. Now I feel like the show's like very understated and kind so, of flat. Thing that going off that that I've been really thinking about, and I wonder, and I don't like using this as an excuse because I I'm tired of using it, and I kind of think we need to finish it here. But do you think COVID is partially to blame by this? Because we have to all those restrictions now. So instead of having, you know, one of my big gripes right now is the fact that everybody's in their bubble. You know, stories like are interweaving. Like one of the people we when we were talking about when we were really enjoying Hollyoaks was how like everybody's stories like interwove. Like it may just be somebody in the background and then just passes through or somebody just saying an offhand comment. But you had those moments where, you know, the black people were not just segregated to talking to other black people. The, you know, town was like actually felt like a little town. And now we just get those story pocket bubbles. And 
I feel like that's affecting levels, yeah. like how the show's written and how the show's like able to be filmed. Is that an accurate, you know, thing that we should cut him slack for? I I don't know. I feel like I feel like it doesn't feel super res- like at least on screen like doesn't it look it looks back to normal on screen. Oh, I know. Or is it just distancing me? all the time? Whenever there's like, like three, especially you see when there's three characters, because mm. they're so oddly spaced out. Like um, this past week, one that stood out to me was when Cleo uh, was talking to uh, the Devros in front of the hospital. Like they were all like weirdly staged. The wide angle yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's a wide shot. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel, Ashley? Um. Well, it, this is, <laughs> I've only been watching the show for what, three years now. Um, and That's this is crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is the first time that I have not enjoyed the show as a collective. Um, and when I say the first time, I mean the past six months. <laughs> I don't mean like this week. I mean, like for at least the past six months. It's just, I, I was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt with the whole COVID thing because there's only so much you can do but that doesn't excuse the writing there is something with the writing that is just so off to me it's like characters mm. have lost their common sense there are things that people are saying that don't make no goddamn sense I'm sitting here watching this like are you people dumb like the, there's something in the writing that is bothering me it's not even the social distancing it's not the fact that we don't see you know kissing anymore unless it's you know the people's real partners coming in which by the way the back of uh some of these heads do not look like you think they do okay <laughs> just saying <laughs> that did not look like the back of warren's head i know who that was that was don't look nothing alike he does look like brody though so but anyway it it's just everything just it does feel disjointed it does feel like everybody's segregated into their own little pockets but the, if the writing was good in these pockets, it wouldn't bother me as much. I'm sitting here watching this like, I, I don't know why I should care about any of these things happening. It just, I don't know. It's not nearly as bad as, you know, what I'm used to on other shows, but it's not good. It's just especially not. Especially since we know they can do so much better, you know? So much better. Like, especially since we know we've seen it. I, I truly feel like there's maybe only two stories that I like right now and those are stories that i like i don't love them exactly yeah yeah i think and that thing is it's also honestly from a dialogue's perspective i still like think the show from an episode to episode pace like i enjoy watching and i feel like some of the scenes the way they're doing things are fine but the actual Mm -hmm. stories i just i don't care that's how they get you right like, I want to watch it for the actors because I want to see, like, them. That's how they get you. Because it's like, wow, this show is so pretty. They have a budget. They can do these little things. They're so funny with their dialogues. There's some clever jokes in there. And then once the episode's <laughs> over, you're like, exactly. wait a minute. That's it. <laughs> Nothing happened. Like, not, not a damn thing. <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm being talked down to. But like Ashley said, they're, they're just, they don't make sense sometimes. It's just, like... <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just has Kirkwood's material stopped. So he's no longer there. Um, his content is still there, 
Um, so like they're you still using the story bible, I guess. And then mm. her she started at the start of the year, uh mm. Lucy Allen, and I believe her content's rumored to start in like May or June. So maybe we're just in a weird transition I think, period. I think we're in that transitional period. And I think we'll be in that, if I had to guess, probably until like July or August. Good lord! You gotta what? think about it. Because if she start, if her content's, well think, if she's starting in May, you know, May or June, well, I'm trying to think. You gotta think it's gonna take a month or so to set stuff up properly. Hopefully they'll just come up with a bang for certain things, because... There's some stories up here that you gotta think the endings have to be coming up. It's true. So there's just I just think like the thing that here's what I think could help Hollyoaks at least at least for for us for the three of us on the line right now. <laughs> they just need to get someone else to edit their episodes. Put the bad storylines all in one episode. Yeah. You know, give us the Trish and the Max and the Verity and the Diane all in one episode you know so that I don't have to watch it <laughs> I was gonna say Maybe. I wouldn't watch that <laughs> <laughs> you know so that way I know I'm not missing anything let us know when it's gonna be a Diane day on Hollywood <laughs> oh so I don't have to tune in and I think we'll be fine <laughs> that makes me so sad because I love Alex I think she's an amazing actress I don't know her. You don't know her either. No. We're talking about Diane. We are talking about Diane. <laughs> Diane is so not a bad. real person. That's a good question. So I have a question. On a show that usually is is very happy to kill off characters left and right, do we think that maybe they haven't killed off enough people? <laughs> maybe that's the problem? Like, yeah. <laughs> See, that, that is, like a serial killer or something? Another one? I was thinking that too because like this is like because if you also think about it, we didn't have a big stunt last year because of mm-hmm. COVID. We ha- we haven't had all of the exciting big Hollyoaks moments that makes the show the show for us. So I just also feel like we're just like we're just in this 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 blah period in general. Like we've been yeah. here for a few months because we haven't been able to do and see all the shit that we love love on this show. Yeah, because they really haven't done like think about it when. You started, actually. It was, what, the storm, right? Yeah. So they had a storm with <laughs> lots of sex and lots of just awesomeness. And then we moved on to big social justice storyline with, um, or the social, because was that the far right and uh, yeah, Ollie? Yeah, And Ollie, sex <laughs> abuse. Yeah. So there's a lot that we just haven't, I don't know. I think the very first episode I ever saw was that girl who's not even on there anymore. The dark hair was in the hospital room with, uh, oh God, the the guy who I was glad died. What was his name? Let's see. I don't even remember <laughs> this. This is, this is why we got to kill Juliet's some people. Daddy. Juliet's daddy. He was in a Mac. coma. Mac. Yeah, Mac. Mac was in a coma and he was in the hospital. And that girl with the dark hair who's not even there anymore. You mentioned her on Twitter the other a couple weeks ago. I forgot her name. Oh God! I yes, I did. Oh, um, Nightingale. Nightingale. Uh, the the his daughter. Ellie. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Ellie. That's last. That was the very first episode I ever saw. I forgot all. Wow. Of that. 
See, mm. you're actually, I think that might be it. We've got to kill some people. All right, <laughs> serial killer time. Right. We'll, we'll make you a list here shortly. There's plenty that can go. All right, well, let's discuss what just happened this past week or so on the show. And there's there's some good, but a lot of bad. So let's let's dive into Maxine's mom, Trish, and her toy boy, Brad. Uh, first impressions. Uh, sorry, we have to dive into this. <laughs> <laughs> Can't we just like dip our toe in? I mean, dip a toe. Um, here are my first impressions. Uh, why? <laughs> and why? <laughs> I honestly well, like. It feels like oh complete God. stunt casting. For it the does. So and we're just weird. forcing everything around I, it. I like Trish. There's some. There's something about that that I do like. There, it's it's weird, but it's because I think I like the casting. Like sometimes I watch little loose women clips. She was on Loose Women, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I watch little loose women clips because it's like The View in the UK. Um, I don't know. It's you sad that they call it Loose Women, but um, but like I like I like that little casting. I think it's really cute that you know the shows can do that, and I I think she's fun, and her relationship with Maxine is interesting, and like. Maybe this could delve into why Maxine is such like a, you know, it's it's nice that she's getting like a little backstory, but like everything else, like Maxine getting involved with the boyfriend and the the love triangle, like we just had a mother daughter love triangle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't, I don't, I don't want to see that again, and I don't want to see it with these three people, especially. <laughs> so it's like. Uh, it's it's just like I, I wish that we could get rid of whoever this Brad person is and then just focus instead on Trish and Maxine and you know figuring out that relationship and why they hate like, each other that, so much. That part is actually interesting. The fact that they right. have a relationship. She doesn't even want her to call her mom. Like right. I thought they were so, right, exactly. <laughs> and weren't they so funny? Like the dance routine yeah. and like all that. Like I thought all of that shit was so interesting and unique. And like it'll be nice to see Maxine. You know, they really did rest Maxine for a while. If you really think about it, too, like. Yeah the the Munchausen story was so long ago and like we were always worried like oh my god we're gonna have to see Maxine again after she did all this shit but they're like no let's really sit her out so I'm glad they did that but it, I just think this story at its core should be just mother-daughter story I don't really want this guy involved at all and you know? he just seems like he's gonna be an overarching big bad for them and I don't really want to watch a long story with that not with that what, beard. What was that? Is he like, <laughs> trying to look up women or look up her? I don't know. It's so weird. It was weird, right? Like, like I don't he know came what it was. in it and then he like, flirted with her. And then she was like, what was she doing with him in that alleyway? I don't know what they were doing over there. And then like, there's just a lot of weird takes with that. Mm-hmm. Just he can, he can go. He's the weakest link. Bye-bye. <laughs> so... Celeste decided to bring Dr. Lay back into Toby's life, and Dr. Lay decided she wanted to go beyond the red door and manipulate the hell out of him. And Cleo decided that she's going to be the one to save him, and there's just a lot of nothing going on there. Uh, Ashley. I... 
Yep. I, I, I don't know what to say about this. I really don't because I'm so fucking confused. Like, it's I'm not confused. I'm just, I'm... I, I don't know what I am, bro. Like, this is weird. <laughs> like, I am so we, weird. We brought I, Dr. Lay back from the dead to have her, weird. like, be super creepy, but then yeah. to do this thing, and then today, like, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the E4 episode, all the truth comes out, and she's arrested, and nothing and nothing seems to have happened to toby and we're going to reset him back to the way he was before dr lay did anything you know what drives me insane about this (laughs) i can't put my finger on it because it's one of those storylines that i absolutely that i don't like and that i feel as though needs to end as soon as 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 humanly possible but it also should not have ended that quickly like i don't know how to explain it it's one of those right I hate the story. Don't want it to be over, but that's it. (laughs) What what was it for? Because it wasn't, there wasn't enough of it for it to have mattered, but then I had to watch it. So it should have mattered. And I did nothing. I get nothing. It's so over the fucking top. So now Dr. Lay knows that he, Toby murdered Lisa. There's a tape of it, but he destroys the tape of it. Like, I was thinking maybe the tape would be, like, in evidence or something, and then somehow, like, months back down, up on could... No, it, he was recorded to a physical tape. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah. this is... Like, it's 1990. I was... I just... I don't... That whole thing feels like a... It, that feels like a rush job to me. It's like, so that... rushed. That feels like a major pivot. Like maybe they were just like, okay. Uh. Do you think it's so that we'll buy Cleo in him for a little bit till he snaps again, me, and we'll forgive him because Doctor Lay's a bad lady? Let me explain something to you. This show is is very good for putting couples together and saying, oh, they dated three times, they're in love. I'm used to that. But what I'm not used to is like. I, okay i believe in warning signs i believe in warning signs which means if you give me a warning sign and we've just been on two dates i'm cutting you off i don't have time for that right. bullshit. so cleo of all of her baggage and issues sees this very violent slightly abusive quick to go off the fucking deep end man who happens to be cute yes and says i love you i'm going to save you uh you know i'll be the one to, to bring you back and we can be together forever bitch what what <laughs> i know this is a soap opera but come on like this whole thing is weird what makes you think that i was going to care about toby by putting her putting him with fucking boring ass cleo like that's not I, what are y'all doing oh my god this is so frustrating <laughs> people really so like me not me <laughs> i don't like this at all i don't like it I it's just, like, and the, they put him with uh, her with Toby because what the Mitchell connection? It's like, ha! See, Mitchell's we've like got them. another, we've got, we've got another thing, and they don't even get to play that beat out. Well, they did. They at the kind start. Of, at the start, yeah, <laughs> and then he's gone. Honestly, I don't. It it felt like those scenes felt like it was from a different show. Like I would have, I would have been fine seeing those scenes if, like, maybe it was like a standalone episode. 
you know, or if only one other storyline was like playing during that one episode. It just felt so weird, like the camera angles and the lighting Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. it just felt super disjointed and then to have it amount to nothing. I mean, again, though, this is Hollyoaks. Every time we say it amounts to nothing, then they fucking prove us wrong. And then the shit that we say didn't matter does matter like two months later when, you know, it resurfaces again or something. So I will will give them credit for one thing. The idea of Dr. Leigh coming back under the false pretenses of helping only for it to be to write a sequel to the book. That idea was fantastic. I like execution, not so much. (laughs) And that's the thing. See, and like you were saying, if we had extended that, like if it wasn't just them locked in a room, let's say she came back and like, you know, Martine saw her and was fucking livid and went after her and Felix saw her and like this one was just trying to like, like, do you remember like when Kristen came back to Salem in like 2013 and everybody was after her and she was like, I'm just trying to be a good person. I'm just, I'm just doing my thing. But like, obviously she was being evil yeah. in the background. Like, I think that would have been cool. It doesn't, wouldn't have to gone on for like six months. Just give us like a cute little two months, three months, right. you know, just slowly plot that along. I think that would have been a lot more effective. Mm-hmm. because like you like you said I really like that sequel I, I was like wow I was like I really thought she was gonna you know try and make amends yeah nope. that was a good little twist I actually like that I would have I would have you know appreciated the book coming out and blowing shit up that would have been cool mm-hmm. yeah it, it might still I Love mean still alive I mean they didn't kill her or anything so she, yeah. it could still happen but uh, the like I said before my main issue with this storyline and not even with the storyline, just with this entire dynamic with this family, is that for me personally, the focus is on the wrong twin. I'm sorry. I don't care about Toby. I I still, I'm trying to care about Toby. I'm trying to understand. I do have sympathy for what he went through. I have all of that. It's a little cringy when he goes into, you know, angry black man mode. I've already said that. I want the focus on Celeste. She's the more dynamic character. She's the one who's been given the least out of this entire storyline. They came on and it was like after she decided to stop being the main one trying to tear down the Devereaux, they took they stripped her of her purpose. Her only purpose is to keep Toby out of uh, out of trouble and I don't like that. Yeah. The focus should be on her and I want my goddamn Mitchell back. Also, and I wasn't going to say this on here, but I'm going to say it. At some point, I have to reconcile with the fact that as somebody who watches and advocates for Black couples on these shows, it does not make any sense that I have consistently let Hollyoaks off the hook for not having one. I keep letting them off the hook. I don't know why. Maybe I feel like you've been... No, you've been vocal about it. Uh, You've been vocal about it. Yeah, but normally I will stop watching. (laughs) But but at this point, it's like I've had enough. This this, Every single couple on here is interracial. And it doesn't bother me. Interracial couples don't bother me at all. I mean, Sammy and, and Sinead are still, I want them back at some point. They're still my favorite couple. But. I, you have to give me something here. Absolutely. I'll even take Felix and Martine. That's not the couple that I wanted because I don't think they're in the age group to get a lot of the material that I want. Right. I feel like they'll put them together just to have them be the matriarch and patriarch and have them in the back burner somewhere. I, I, I need a black and brown or brown couple immediately or else I can't guarantee that I'm going to continue supporting the show. I it's It's been three years. It's, I mean, I guess you could say Brooke and um, 
Imran, but I hate Brooke so much <laughs> that I, 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 can't, I can't see it. I hate that girl. <laughs> so she said she might be black, but she but is. I hate her. <laughs> I hate her fucking guts. That's so, like my grandma. That was like my grandma with Hillary. My grandma fucking hated Hillary. <laughs> I love seeing her, but I hate that little black girl. And I was like, grandma. I just hate her. I hope she gets pushed out of flight of stairs. But anyway, oh, no. neither here nor there. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I I feel that. Yeah, y'all hear us, Hollyoaks writers. Bring us a nice hot. There was an article about it too. Uh, I yeah. saw Jonathan. There's, you were oh, really? it, but yeah, yeah. There's a lot of discussion about the lack of diversity in black couples and Hollyoaks right now. So love it. It there's there's a need for it. So hopefully the show has seen my tweets because they did retweet it. Hopefully after this uh, Verity baby bullshit blows up, hopefully Sammy will run into Celeste and and rip each other's clothes off, you know, off screen because we can't see it. I have to say, I have seen, I don't know if it's, I feel like it's been more so lately. I have seen a lot more support for the Devereaux family on Twitter among like the 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 Hollyoaks fandom because like remember before it was very much like you know no one likes Toby and Celeste and like because you know obviously they're going after Mitchell and all of that other shit like no one liked them even when they were slowly becoming like more interesting and you know care and dynamic characters like no one wanted anything to do with them but now there's like a lot of Devereaux family stan accounts and I hope you know on top of the articles I really hope that the fans are vocal about that too and like keep retweeting these things and keep you know being open about these things and telling the show you gotta do better mm-hmm. and i don't feel like it's asking for much no not at all <laughs> a lot of black actors who would love to be on tv so that's it that's all you gotta do is hire them i know y'all got money mm-hmm. i see y'all domino's commercials <laughs> well you mentioned it so let's let's just breeze past this one real quick what the hell is this Verity covering for Diane's pregnancy thing? <laughs> and how in the hell is she manipulating Sammy? And why is Tony just such a dumbass? And what, why, and is, if this ends up being Tony's brother? I just. <laughs> Sorry. I can't. How, what is Edward, what was he ejaculating? <laughs> Oh my god. Why did she not make sure that that didn't happen? She let an old man get his fluids inside of her? Oh, oh my god. god. Disgusting. He was 90, bro. Like I don't he was, <laughs> But you know what I will say about this? I was so annoyed by the uh the trailer that we got because I didn't want Sammy and, and Verity to have a child. So I kind of almost liked that they kind of, you know, they got me <laughs> but at the same time it's like uh, well okay but okay this is a question that i have because i need to stop turning the show off after uh once the credits start rolling because these after credit scenes i feel like i'm missing a lot i you never do? watch them when in the fuck did verity and sammy even get back together when did that happen was that on screen I think so. I'll be honest I'm with t- you, bro. Actually, I don't know. I, 
because <laughs> I so, also don't know. What I remember was because I'm sorry, I hate everything to do with the Diane and Tony story. Yeah. So yeah. if yeah. it's involved and I just it's like a very heavy episode with them, if Verity's on and in their story circle, I just end up hitting fast forward through some of her scenes. Here's the thing. So, I I actually maybe. I've been very good at not fast forwarding. I have watched everything oh. that's on up until the credits. And then after the credits, Damn. I don't watch the post credit scene because I don't care normally. Uh which is why I think I missed the whole summer hand thing. Mm. I, I missed that too. I like- but, but okay, I, just in a second. I I don't remember them ever getting back together for them to even well, have sex for him to even think that he was going to be a father. When did the fuck did that happen? Well, here's the <laughs> thing. I don't even remember them getting together the first time rather than getting back together. I still feel like he was just chasing her and she was like, That's that I feel like that's where I left off at. See, that that's of. the problem. Yeah, because Kurt Right. But like I feel like that's the problem with the character Verity. I really, I loved her at first, but I have absolutely no idea what they are doing with this character. And I don't think the character knows what they're doing. I just don't think the actress knows. Like she, the way that they write the character is like they just, they just stick her into any situation that they need something to happen. Like Mm -hmm. they just, her they're like oh okay verity today you're gonna be nice so you're gonna risk your entire relationship with Mm -hmm. sammy and pretend to be pregnant Mm -hmm. yeah oh actually verity today you're gonna be the the best you know the best daughter ever and you're gonna love your father you're gonna do whatever he says even if it's evil like all of the they just fit her into these things and it's like no person is that malleable no person is that easily influence where they can just they just do whatever in that exact moment and just completely go against principles or who they are or what they believe in every single time verity is just like beautiful dynamic charming actress love her but the character either needs to go or needs to be fully reset would you want to see her be evil or would you like to see her like what i would like to see her stick to one way of right, life. right. <laughs> yeah. That's all I ask. I don't care either way. I want her to be herself. Well, I was trying to figure out like how you can do it, but I feel like so there's not really a good villain girl on the show right now. Like, I feel like all the villainesses have turned. Is gonna get there, but oh, yeah. right now it just feels like it's a bunch of just like the same character all over the place exactly i was going to bring that up if we were going to talk about Teresa, but since you yeah. brought it up we'll, there we'll, are we'll multiple women on the show that are literally the exact same character with different names <laughs> like... yeah <laughs> and it's like it's also in the way they talk that like everything about them their characters are not as dynamic as they used to be mm-hmm there's something off. There's well, something slightly off. The the biggest off for me, even more so than the story we we're talking about, is the McQueen storyline. Because what was the purpose of that? <laughs> they Child! they did all of that for Seth to just be like, all right, bounce, and, and Silas would be like, well, 
I guess my time is done. At least they have money back. Yeah. <laughs> I just... That was a waste of my life. It was cool to see Grandpa Silas for the second and then Bobby for like a minute. But like kill someone, Silas. No, That's nobody what died. That's what we needed. Serial killer. Like, kill some people. I, I don't understand why Teresa's back. I, I don't. I don't need her. Oh, she got kids. Yes. Myra, Myra's watching them. Myra is watching Myra Pocahontas and Kathleen Angel. I don't know why. <laughs> But she is. I don't know. It's like, yeah, I, I told you, but I feel like we talked about this the last time, right? Like that whole thing was like so drawn out and spaced out so weirdly. Like it was like they, like I felt like it just should have been like an entire block of episodes. Like just have all of this run for like a month, make it super high stakes and then end it. But like, they spaced it out so far and like plotted it here and there where like it wasn't and like it, it'd be like a secret that wasn't really that big. Like I really, I really didn't care about Nana online gambling. It was cute because like I love a Nana story, but like, but okay, like, so it gets out. And yeah, and like share. It came out that share murdered someone. But it, we didn't see share since. <laughs> Why is she still working at the bar? Who the hell's Romeo? Like I thought they were like they drop shit so easily. Like I completely forgot they were supposed to be dating. But then it's like, but then it's like sometimes, and I feel like this happens more recently. Like they'll drop things, but like back in the day, they used to pick it up pretty quickly, and then they're like, oh yeah, okay. But I feel like they drop it, and then they they space it out too far, and you forget exactly. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, wait a minute, what? It's just it, yeah. The whole McQueen conclusion story was just like, I don't know. It was just very, it was meh. Like Seth, Seth was there cool nobody was intimidated by it at all and all it was done is for story we talk about later just gave john paul something to pitch about i like that though we'll get there we'll get there that part i like i just i'm very disappointed in everything mcqueen and i just don't care like shares over here i guess upset that she's not a real mcqueen and i just oh my god I haven't liked the McQueen storyline since Ross. And that was the first McQueen storyline. I must say, I love Goldie's new wig. I do love Goldie. It's it's a little understated. I'm happy about that. I she needed <laughs> something understated. Because, God damn, that yeah. on her head. Had, that wig had me feeling racist. Cause I was like <laughs> I was because I was literally was like, oh no, somebody's got to straighten her hair. And I was like, wait, no. I, in my head, I'm like, no, oh my gosh, she's black. Like, let her have this cute, natural, curly hair. And I was like, no, that's not natural. That's a mop. That's a frizzy mop. I love this sleek new wig, new color, new do, new Goldie. Love it. But everything else? I'm not feeling it. I am, like, I think the only thing I'm interested in is I guess <laughs> I guess to go back to what you guys are talking about, like the characters all being the same. I just I love I think I, I think Goldie and Teresa have very unique interactions that I love to watch because even like they, they played that gag up recently too where like they they tried to make it seem that like Goldie and Teresa were like the same. Do you remember when they were like buying like the same things and yeah. like all of that? 
like kissing the same guy. Like they, they, I, they know, I think they know that they have like the same base characters there. Cause if you really think about it, all McQueens are the same base character. They just have like a slight, you know, differentiation, but like Teresa and, and <laughs> Teresa and Goldie's slight differentiation is that they're both dumb. So now it's just kind of like a who's dumber contest always. And I feel like, and that's always like a fun little break. Um, but I need more. Mm-hmm. Gonna need more. Yeah. Ash. <laughs> nothing to add McQueen related. I never do. What do they do with that doll? Oh my God. Where's the doll? <laughs> the doll was more entertaining than the rest of them. No, I hated that doll. I, I hated it, damn doll, but shoot, at least it had a purpose. You're right. But the purpose didn't last very long, now did it? So, the next thing I want to talk about is a triangle that, or I guess a quadrangle I'm actually really enjoying, which is the Summer Cena Brody Warren. (laughs) Because... This is the shit! And Warren? Oh Oh my god! Oh, man. Everything about him. So Warren, sexy. God, an evil, the sexiness and evilness that comes off of them, that radiates from them. Man, what did they say this? What did they say this week or last I'm week? I'm actually looking up the quote. Warren, Warren, and Sienna are, are inevitable. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, Brody. We loved you. We loved you for a time. You worked, but. The time is up. You're so arrogant you think the world revolves around you. No, I think oh. the world revolves around you. Oh, okay, okay. He did get me with that part. He oh, got oh, me. Oh, God. I, I fully oh, thought he was going to be like, I thought he was going to be like, yeah, I do think it does. But when oh. he said that and the oh, tears and Miss Passy's eyes, the beautiful tears, those beautiful eyes and when she was still like i'm gonna go look for brody and walked away oh my god heart broke but you know what i'm still warena all day period like i really do like sienna brody but it's time for a break it just doesn't compare it doesn't it doesn't doesn't and they're two different places in their life right now and they spent a very large amount of the past year literally tearing them down to to make this happen yep. i right. gotta admit that like yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. they tore them to shreds like every other episode they were fighting about something i was like oh god just break them up fuck <laughs> just, like, but like even so those fights were necessary to have it wasn't like it didn't feel like they were doing it just to like break, like this is some crazy shit going on <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know well, what i mean it was it was a little bit nutty now, I, I, I am definitely now firmly Team Warrena. I am. Feel it. As much as I love my Brianna. I, I'm going to admit that I didn't like every part of this story. I liked most of it. I, I, okay, maybe I'm being too hard on her. I don't know. But I don't like the summer aspect. I like the summer aspect. Aww, when it I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I like the aspect in that she does work well with Brody and I even like it that she doesn't back down from Sienna and I like the little cattiness between them when she said uh, something about after all these winters he wanted a little bit of summer I was yes. like okay, oh, okay bitch 
I was like, you're saying that to Sienna's face? Don't you know Sienna will lock you in a dungeon? I was here for that shit. But other than that, I just felt like this character came on three episodes ago and broke up, like, like, caused so much drama in such a short amount of time that I'm like, this could have been done the same way without this bitch. Like, she wasn't even necessary. But I understand why she's there. I'd be fine if she left, though. Is what I'm saying. Like, so take party and go. Corey, <laughs> there's yeah. a theory out there, and I wanted your your thoughts on it. And you, you're probably just gonna say dumb next, but that Summer is actually Sophie, and that Nico was never Sienna's daughter. Would oh, you like to see yeah. that? Because Cormac was running the children's home. The Summer is only two years. The actress is only two years older than the actress who played Nico. Would you like to see a little daughter's revenge? No. What? That's a theory going that around. Is a theory going around. Uh, I don't they, like that. <laughs> I don't like it. First, what? <laughs> first, first of all, this girl is. She might only be two years older than the girl who played Nico, but also, isn't she only like six months younger than? <laughs> the soap just you know how they play Leela and uh her daughter are close in age okay but Leela looks like she could still be like Perry is someone who looks like she's gonna be 13 for her entire life until she's 80 Summer looks like a grown like I those things don't add up to me like what like what so what's the story like Patrick took the baby and dropped it off at Cormac's like yeah and that's, no. and that's the one that raised it. And then Nico just happened to be crossed by there. And there you go. No. No, sweeties. I think we're going to have to drop this theory. Because <laughs> it's it just like... No, and I feel like that just also negates so much. Like, we were trying to tell, like, Hollyoaks told an incest story, but they still wrote it as a cautionary story. They're like, be careful, y'all, because your baby can turn into a serial killer. Do not have sex with your twin brother. I feel like it'll be very weird for this baby to turn out to be Summer, and then they're also doing this thing, and they're, like, pushing, you know, for, you know, showing off her disability and showing that she, you know, has one arm. It'd be really weird if they were just like, oh, she's an incest baby, and that's why she has one arm. You know what I mean? Like, that... I don't like that theory. I feel like that theory is very insensitive and weird and it would have to pull too many strings to make it fit. Watch me be proven wrong. And it's, <laughs> and it's the truth. But I just, it just feels, it just feels really weird. And I don't like that. Just wow. leave all of that alone. I think, I think Summer, I think Summer being Cormac's daughter is like fine enough. I love that they like, Whenever, whenever she's like getting close to Brody and like they're having their moment, then she'll like bring up her dad and be like, "Oh, he was like such a great person." And then Brody has like a flash of how awful he actually is and how he had to resort to killing him. I like that. It's like a really interesting little thing, especially since it's all gonna blow up in his face. Obviously, he's gonna be left with no one, which is kind of shitty for Brody, I guess. But I mean, it's fine. It's just it's I I like this setup where it is. Summer isn't my favorite. And I feel like I could use less of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I could use less of her. I like her being included in it, but I feel like I could use less of her. My absolute favorite dynamic in all of this is obviously Brody and Warren and Sienna 
with touches of Damon and Liberty. Like, I love that when, when Damon was like, wait, Liberty, you knew about this all the time? She was like, well, yeah, but then Sis over here tried to make me seem like I was crazy. This was not my fault. And he was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. He didn't even, he didn't even second guess when Liberty told him something. She was like, oh, yeah, that tracks for Sienna. I'm so sorry, girl. I did not mean to blame you. And I love that Damon and Brody still have their friendship. I love Damon. I really do. He's He's just an angel. He just wanted to make that party so good, and it did not turn out well, and I felt so bad for him. See, Ashley, you missed the the post-credit scene. He was sitting there all sad, trying on the party wigs that he brought for everybody. Everybody left. He was sitting sitting in the hutch all by himself. I wish they would stop the post-credit scenes. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) 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 Just stop. Just stop altogether. Stop. <laughs> because when I'm like, if I'm watching live, I'll see it obviously because I'm not going to change the channel. But if I'm trying to binge and get through 15 episodes <laughs> at once, then I got time to be watching an extra 30 seconds. I gotta go. We got, we, we got things to do, baby. Let's go. Moving on to the next day. Like, next how did they? Did, how exactly did they explain Summer's arm? Uh, they didn't. I mean, that was in a post-credit scene. I think they just they just no, say that she was just born that way, right? Like yeah, she was just uh, in her like, conversation with Brody when they were like, uh, yeah, uh, that's, oh. just at the <laughs> coffee shop, I guess. Yeah, yeah I don't remember any of that. <laughs> I gotta say, I just think she's crush. <laughs> I think she's just a little like I, like going off of saying like I need to see less of her. I just think like, I don't know. She, there's just something. She's feeling a little, a little loony, right? But she's not hurt. enough. I like, don't know. Like, when I think Brody she called is. Her she and you immediately heard her cell phone, and she was still just hanging out there in the in the little alleyway, listening, right. waiting right. for Brody to call her, and she stepped out. That was yeah. Weird. That was. And telling everybody she had sex with him. Yeah, it just seems like, for me, they gave her too much too fast. Like in her second episode on. She had like a job and a business uh, at the love boat. Now I understand why he did that because he felt guilty and was trying to, you know, whatever. But it just was like, God damn, they Celeste doesn't even have a job yet. And she's been here for uh, like two years, damn near. And this girl comes in with all this backstory and a job and a career and stakes. And, you know, she's in this and that. I'm like, can you just slow down a little bit with her? I don't mind. She's only making cupcakes at the Grand Bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about those fucking cupcakes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, I can't like, believe she's animal. able to afford rent selling those cupcakes to those people. Nobody's buying those. Well, ain't nobody at the Grand Bazaar anymore. <laughs> the only person who's at the Grand Bazaar is the person that works there who pops up from behind the goddamn counter to say one line every three months. Like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> again? Ripley. 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 I had to think Ripley. for a minute. There's something to do because I'm confused. <laughs> like, what the... <laughs> we'll be getting more Ripley. I've been I've been spying now more on like the cast filming, and we're definitely getting more of. Uh, Ripley, but it's also just like when we're in this weird transition. Like I'm over this. I'm whatever this is that's going on with the show right now. <laughs> I don't want this anymore. 
come on, y'all. Let's get out of this weird period and, like, give us what we need. We know y'all got it. Well, what it's not is Ella. Man, you called this so hard when this little girl started to get more story. You're like, just just watch what they're going to do to dumb Ella. And, man, like, I don't. I don't know. Day so day one she breaks, tells Mandy everything. <laughs> just like just straight up can't keep the damn truth. And then day two, she's telling Victor the damn oh, truth. God. And so she I lets the Kingpin <laughs> know. What the what? She's so stupid. And then <laughs> then did she also tell did she tell Sid? Or does Sid just know that he's got no. a secret over her? No, they no. don't know. If Sid knew, Sid would have hit her upside the head with his goddamn clutch. Hell yeah, he would have been like, you know what? Fuck Ollie. I'm going to go beat this one. <laughs> so uh, Mandy then goes and tells Luke. Oh, man. So. I like, I like this story too. I don't care about Ella. Like, I don't, whatever. Why? He's the least interesting. Charlie. He's interesting, like his reasoning and everything that's going on. I'm kind of there for, but everything to deal with the adults and yeah. what's going to explode there. Oh that's where I'm invested God. because Nancy oh, man. is going to destroy Mandy. Oh, I can't wait. Even just now, the drama that we've been getting, just like you know, Nancy and Darren trying to like coordinate and like get shit together for Charlie, and she's just being like, "Well, you know what? You shouldn't have cheated on us." Just like the little. Right touches and everything back because like even though remember how much we hated the affair yeah but like the explosion of that was still so fucking good so like i just i love that they are constantly keeping this like quad quadrangle or whatever of people just kind of at odds like they'll come together and they'll be friends they'll do this and do that for like a year or two but then something happens and then you know they're back at each other's throats i really love that dynamic there's I something that's so interesting about it just don't want it to explode luke and cindy that's it like i would like to see them stay intact if possible you know i think so i feel like i feel like, like they're per- I don't like, see I feel luke like they're in go it. back to mandy i don't think that'll happen yeah i think they have bigger problems over there yeah, I feel, I feel like they're like they're kind of like the peripheral in the story. I feel like the story is definitely Mandy, Darren, Nancy, yeah. with addition to Luke and then Cindy on the side. That's how I kind of feel about it. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, yeah, and I can't wait until it blows up. Like it's bad enough you took my husband. Now you're gonna take my son. Like, Holy shit! Ass. I oh. would. Oh my! I I want her to slit her throat. Honestly, <laughs> but it's Nancy like. Will. It's one of these weird things where it's like I I've never liked Mandy since I've been watching. I don't like her, nope. whatever. And I don't like her right now either. But I almost feel like I can't I can't fault her for this because she is trying to protect her daughter. Her daughter's like, dumb. Oh yeah. And I'm like, if I'm I situation, would I protect my daughter and let somebody else take the fall? Probably. I probably would mm-hmm. do the same thing. But still, fuck her. I hate her. <laughs> yep. I really like that they they continue to let Mandy be unlikable. You know, you're not wrong. That's some that's something that I really that I really appreciate because I I don't like Mandy. I like Mandy, but I also don't like her. And I like that they just continue to let her be unlikable. She's always just like so 
stuffy and like doesn't want to let Cindy have fun wants everybody to do this and gets mad about that and like that's very much her yeah I like that they they leave that space to have like an unlikable character because like like you said Ashley it's not like she's like I mean she's doing something wrong but like she's not she's doing something that's that's right in her eyes because she's protecting her child and it's like how do you reconcile that, you know? Like, Ella's like, what, how old is Ella? 12, 13? Like, she ain't gonna do no real time for murder. Like, I feel like if they would have just right. to begin with, it, it was still self, well, it wasn't really self-defense because honestly, he so wasn't really doing anything. He was just- He wasn't? <laughs> he wasn't really doing, he, he wasn't but, holding a hostage or anything. <laughs> oh. It's just weird. She but, didn't know. They could still do fear, like she was fearing for her life. I mean, she's a little blonde white girl. Yeah. Put it on the stand. She could cry. She'll get probation. <laughs> put it on the stand. She'll get probation. I was scared. He exactly. raised his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I stabbed him in the back five times until he died. <laughs> With the butter knife. Oh my, oh my goodness. Oh gosh. Okay. I, I like her. I think she's cute, but she is so dumb. Well, her dumb self got Sid back in the county lines orbit because he found out that Victor was basically going to make her sell drugs. So he offered himself up in her place. And that brought about a confrontation with Ollie who got him some cat, didn't pay for the goods, and Sid beat that ass. Damn. So, are you guys still enjoying this side of the story? I'm not. Really? No. I I feel like um, when the story, and it's not because of the actor. I'm fine with the actor now, whatever. But I feel like when the storyline first started, and it was a different actor. The focus was more on his father having dementia and probably dying in the next year. The focus was on him losing his son uh, and not wanting to lose his son. It was on all those things compounding each other. Now it's Brooke is dating Imran. Now it's yeah. Uh, he didn't. It, my dad didn't show up to take me to go kick a ball around. It's like it. It was so much more impactful before, and now it's little tiny little things are setting him off, and that shit says is spells weakness to me. And when I see weakness in the character, I automatically don't like them. I know that's weird because I'm supposed to have compassion for them, but anytime like before when it was like I miss my son, I never got a chance. To, yeah. to say how, how I felt about my son. I wanted to keep him. He was taken away from me against my will. That I felt so much compassion for. Right. Him going out and scoring Ket just because uh, Imran is dating Brooke, who he was dating first to begin with, mind you. I, I just, I'm like, dude, what the, I, I don't know. I just, he's become an annoying druggie to me. Whereas before it was, damn, that's fucked up, man. Now right. it's like, put shit together. Ain't nobody got time for this. Man up. <laughs> That's like Cindy. That's what Cindy mm-hmm. thinks. Cindy exactly. Oh, you like did drugs again? Oh, I'm on Cindy's team. Cindy's like, ain't nobody got time for this bullshit. I got more important things to do. And I'm Literally. like, yes. <laughs> She's 
Cindy was, does not play. You are literally Cindy. Yeah. That is that's such a good point. I didn't think about that. And I think it's like, I think that definitely does have to deal with like the recasting too. Cause it's like, people will forget that all of those things happen when you recast mm-hmm. somebody. You have to, you have to remind people that those happens. Yeah. It's, I totally understand that people relapse on these small little moments too. You know, that's yeah. absolutely true. But like, you got to remind us of the really big stuff too, especially if it was somebody who wasn't in the role when these things happen. Exactly. So is it just me or does this also feel like this could be the death of Ollie story too? I know we talked about, we talked about death and earlier. Would you see him being the only victim of this? I don't see him dying. Me either. I don't know. Why do you think that way? I just, because he's getting all the drugs. I don't know. I mean, he is high, of course. Like, like, I, I, I just don't see him like getting clean. Point, it, it's just like the storyline with Lily, right? It's like, you know mm. you have a mental illness yeah. and you're trying to get clean, you're trying to get clean, and then you relapse once and that's it. That's the, mm-hmm. you're done for. So I can understand why you, why you think that. I... I don't think they would kill off Ollie. Now, would I mind if they did? No. <laughs> same, same, same. I wouldn't miss him. Like, no offense, but <laughs> the, the actor's not doing a bad job. This has no, he's not. Do honestly, like, he's doing that's fine. honestly the thing with Hollyoaks. Like, I'm never sad if they kill. I'm sad if a character leaves the village. I, that that makes me sadder than a character dying because I feel yeah. like often a character dying on the show, you know, will serve exactly. a better purpose in the end. So, like, if he does have to die, you know, to tell this ketamine story, then like. So did. Well, damn, you had a good run, Ollie. You did some real great things on the show, deuces. But like, <laughs> I, I don't see, I don't see that happening for for the character, at least not right now. Maybe yeah. down the line. Maybe. I don't see him getting clean either, which is like yeah, that's my problem. That's the annoying part. It's like he's not going to get clean, and you're not going to kill him off. So we're stuck in this limbo of him just being fucking annoying. And I'm like, <laughs> what? You, you got to do something. Like maybe I, I don't know. Bring back Buster. Let's let's have another reason for him to 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 be going through this, but I can't deal with these little daily minor yeah. inconveniences being the thing that sets him off. I can't deal with that. It's just <laughs> I'm losing. Which brings me back to the point. I feel like what the fuck? Like the big, crazy, impactful things that we love about this show like aren't happening the same way that they used to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like we aren't getting those big, big moments like we used to whether it's a big stunt or a big blow up or big this and that everything just feels very understated which is weird for this show because that's not this show at all you know yeah it's very stagnant and and the big things like for example like we talked about a little bit ago the seth like and mcqueen blow up like even that like that was it could have been bigger yeah and i don't know I'm just not, not about it. But I, I, I like that Sid is gonna be like, I like that that you know Sid is the one who's rescuing Juliet, and that hopefully this will be the end of Victor. Um, I like that aspect. I, I just love my little you know Sid. What? I like Victor. I don't want Victor to go. He's, he's I like Victor too. He's funny as shit. He's the only one with any real common sense on this whole goddamn show. But, oh my god, he's funny. But I, I will say this, and I don't I didn't expect to feel this way. 
this storyline really is missing Juliet. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of the linchpin on this. Yeah. Not on canvas. I don't particularly care as much as I should. I, I love Sid. I like Victor. Like, I'm fine with the storyline as is, but I feel like, you know, Juliet and her just antics. That was mm-hmm. kind of spark on the on this. So we got to get her out of jail immediately because period. <laughs> That's a really good point. Well, hopefully James will get him out soon. But he may have to save John Paul from George first. I am oh, Lord. this domestic <laughs> abuse story. What in the world? <laughs> This story is nuts. <laughs> this is literally my favorite story on the show. It's so weird and good. It yeah, it is. Why? Like, this turns PC Kiss on. Like, he is it's, horny. He is. <laughs> you see the looks that he... First, he's giving these looks to himself. Whenever he does, whenever he does something yeah. crazy, when he just, like, smiles to him, I'm like, yo, he has a boner right now. Right. <laughs> And I would like to see it. I mean, <laughs> anyway, go on. Someone else talk, please. I'm embarrassed. Uh, okay. So everything about him is just so evil. The way he used John Paul's rape confession against him. Whoa. When he was like, yeah, that's cool and all. But why do you have to make everything about you? Like, oh we were talking God. about me and my pain, but I, I get it. It's the John Paul McQueen show. I was just... That was a little I crazy. I kind of, that's the first time in the storyline I felt bad for John Paul. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. I am oh, he of deserves the everything. He deserves exactly what he's getting. I'm sorry. I don't like the character. I'm never going to. Sure. So him being, like, manipulated and abused, I'm perfectly fine with that, actually. But that one moment, I was like, oh, ah, I feel a little bad for John Paul here. I don't know. You see and your react your that reaction i love that because what i've noticed like the way that the way that george is different from like the past like domestic abuse victim or or uh, perpetrators and everything is like he does everything like in such slight little ways mm-hmm. that if you go back and you tell someone the story they'll be like oh wait it really sounds like you fucked uh-huh. up in this situation <laughs> like every single thing that John Paul was like stressed about in those situations, like he would go to someone and be like, uh, John Paul, you sound crazy. Like, go apologize to your boyfriend. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like every single thing. And like we're watching it obviously, so we know it's awful yeah. and we know that he's, you know, doing these things out of I don't know what's driving him to do these things, but he's doing them out of some evil bone in his body. But like it's so like every single time John Paul goes to tell someone, they're just like, "Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, y'all have some real problems. You should go talk to him." But mm-hmm. like, you should your friend should probably be like, "Oh my, get away from this man! He, yeah. Like, don't talk to him." That's probably oh, the yeah. one part of the storyline that I was a little bit weird um, about was when they were having that whole "Oh, we got rid of, of uh, Seth party thing." And he blew up at John Paul in front of the rest of the McQueens. And they were just like, eh. And I was like, no, hold on a second. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. regardless of what he said, somebody should have been like, first of all, why is he talking to you like that? I don't care what the hell happened. He needs to watch right. his mouth. You know, I don't care what's going on between y'all, but mm-hmm. you don't talk to my brother in front of me. Like, like, I just expected Mercedes to speak up or one of the McQueens to see through this bullshit. And they just kind of sat there and was like, hmm. 
That was a very weird. <laughs> that thing. was when weird. <laughs> he cheated on him. Like exactly. He still did. Mm-hmm. He still still hooked up with his ex. On on mm-hmm. on the phone at that. Yeah. Listen. In the folly. Ew. And that man has not had a shower in a while. Oh my god. Ew. Okay, that that I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, but um. No, but that I never see that man again. <laughs> that is one ugly person. Like I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. Maybe it's just I can't get past the hair. That is the worst hair I've ever seen on anybody. That is. I have not seen hair that bad since like a Tyler Perry movie. Like that is a bad fucking hair. Don't bring him back ever. 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 I'm supposed to believe that he. No. No. It's like a. It's like a poodle Jerry curl perm mop. Situation. I, I it was can't. always wet. It was so moist. It's always wet. <laughs> you ain't take a shower in three months. How is your hair always wet? I I can't. I can't. But dirty. Look like he smelled like spit. But George had him strung out. Strung oh. out. Is it is, is he digmatized? Is he like what's the story? I need to. I as an investigative journalist, I volunteer to go to Hollyoaks Village. <laughs> And personally interview PC Kiss myself. Mm-hmm. I will let you know what happens. I'll record it, and you can find the footage on my only. No. <laughs> oh my god! But it's like, it it just makes you wonder, like, what is this? Like, is the pull just because he's this handsome, perfect person? Side and like people just continue to excuse everything because of that like is that what's happening what like why is he doing this like what is his motivation i'm very very curious yeah. just to learn more um but it's it's nice and i have to say i know i know ashley made fun when she was like you listen to anything pc kiss says i listen to him more now i think he's gotten a lot better yeah, yeah i will i candy i will give him that and he um, doesn't see his lines like what did you say before like uh, like Captain America, like, Mar- <laughs> like a Marvel movie or something. He, he does look like a Marvel character. He does. He can play Captain Britain, but like he like, I think I think he's definitely like kind of I f- like maybe it was just nerves or something. He just seems like a lot more relaxed in himself. Yeah, yeah. he is now. very more comfortable in the role. Yeah, and he seems to be enjoying it. And maybe it's because the character has something to do now. Maybe because, mm-hmm. like, I mean, when we first met him, he was just just a cop. Yeah. It's a very interesting twist. And it's still, and, and at the same time, like, it's still different than, like, Patrick or different than um, Lori or, you know what I mean? Like, it's very unique. And on top of that, it's happening, you know, to a gay couple. And it's, it's, what a unique turn. I think that yes. if, Keep, keep this up. It can be something very interesting and unique for the show. I would. This is one story that I do hope runs for a while. Oh, I don't yeah. want it to wrap up anytime soon. I don't need yeah. to rush to the finish line. I'm okay with him getting gradually and gradually worse, and then it just all blowing up. 
I also like them incorporating Courtney into it, which I didn't think I would because you know I don't like Courtney. Same. That was but, a <laughs> but I feel like she's going to be, even though she's kind of backtracked on it, I think she's going to be the one character in this whole village that's like, yeah, something about him don't seem right. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I can't put my my finger on it, but something about him don't seem right. And I think she's going to stay on that, though mm-hmm. she might not be vocal about it at first. But so I do like they brought somebody in, even if it's Courtney. And it gives her something to do. Yeah. If we're going to have her on the show, might as well at least have a purpose. And you know what? They always, that's another thing that, you know, we talk, we talk bad about Holly Oaks and deservedly so in this episode, you know, we're a little mad at you right now, Holly Oaks, but get it together. We know you can, but like the one thing that I can always give them props for is like, I feel like if you really think about it, they never introduce someone into a story that doesn't, make sense mm-hmm. you know like so they're always tied to it in some way like it might be someone you not you won't expect like i didn't expect yeah. courtney to get roped into it but like courtney and john paul are friends from school and like you know she's looking out for him and you know they're reconnecting on all of these things like he's helping her set up you know juliet schooling and like doing all of like it, it all makes sense that she would you know kind of pick up these things because she's around him you know way more than most people uh, I always like that, even if it's a character I don't like or a character that I don't expect. So, yeah. can't wait. I also to think they out. had. I feel like they had to bring her in because Nancy's still not talking to him. Oh, so, no. <laughs> Nancy told him. Look here, oh. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what the reason was. Fuck you, <laughs> and I want my goddamn watch back. <laughs> right. She was like, "I'm sorry that happened, and I understand that Kyle is not that watch, but fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Mandy is going to get her throat stuck. <laughs> so, does not play around. All right. Uh, oh, no. I don't know. I hope it keeps going well. Okay. Possibly optimistic. Any other stories or anything else that we need to discuss? Uh, there was one thing really quickly that was not on the outline yes. that we got. And it was the other gay couple on the mm. show now. <laughs> I just uh, I just saw a comment about that, so I was gonna bring it up. So James and Steve. Yep. Oh. Um. I forgot all about them. Here's the thing: even though they're not like you know socially distanced, we can't really see anything. I actually really like them. However, I'm going to hold Hollyoaks' feet to the fire about this because, like we said earlier, it took a long time for Maxine to be forgiven and you know everybody kind of let it go even though some people still bring it up everybody's gonna let it go and she's finally allowed to move on steve they brought him back and immediately had two episodes with him making amends and the rest of it is like water under the bridge i don't appreciate that at all because that was a big fucking deal more so than munchausen's i'm sorry it just was it was a big fucking deal he was almost responsible for blowing up a Muslim family. We can't just keep bypassing that shit. Like every time I see it, I'm like, oh, Stan and and, and um, what's his James. name? They're kind of cute. Stan James are cute. I kind of like this. And then I remember this motherfucker is terrible. And I just feel like I need y'all to to reel it in a little bit because you put him immediately in the Sid storyline. You put him immediately in this storyline. In Juliet's story. And, and exactly. And it's like Man, uh, Ella's isn't he in that one now too? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's been then, all over the place. 
he has one scene with Sammy, and Sammy's like, "Oh yeah, I'll hire you. I forgive you. It's fine. It's no big deal." Excuse me. Right. Uh, right, right. You're the reason my sister was is partially deaf. And I'm like, I still don't think he's running the Imran. Um. So I'm like, what? Okay, this is some whitewashing bullshit that y'all do all every time there's a racial storyline behind it. I see through the shit. I it could have been so easy if you're gonna just glance over it because he hasn't had that conversation with Mishpa either, really, has he? Like where they talked about it. Yeah, remember well she's still isn't she still like not into him being back? Like everyone else is kind of like, okay, I can give it a shot. Well, I I can't really say that because I've only seen them in one scene together, and that's when he that's was in the yeah. house talking to um Tom and uh yeah and yeah yeah, and she came home and was like, oh, he's here, he's back. Yeah, yeah that, was it. Think, that was it. Like I don't like you gotta address this. <sighs> yeah, where right. is Miss? But we I feel like we haven't seen Miss. The hospital. She's not in the hospital. We we don't know what happened to that man that she picked Our up. Secret is, man. Is her secret, secret man, Brad? Shut up. If that is, I'm gonna. Uh, well, no, please don't. Stop don't do playing that. all this bad <laughs> universe. It's not even cute. <laughs> not even cute. Talk about summer um, being Sophie. All like, stop putting this out there. God. Yeah, that's all that's all i need to say okay good points Coran, you got any final final thoughts final points um just <laughs> no there you go just, <laughs> no, just, just no. <laughs> i don't i was gonna no i'll, I'll tell i'll say it off air <laughs> all right well in that case you can Follow us on Twitter at Artake Media. Corian is at not Corian. Finally, over a thousand followers. We have Ashley. I'm famous. <laughs> Reckless love with a W. I'm at Sofwiki John. And until next time, goodbye. <laughs> I delayed. I hate it every time. That pause. That pause. Oh my god. Let's see you guys. Bye. I was just gonna Bye. make fun of I was just gonna make fun of Diane for being old and pregnant, but that's it. Oh yeah.